What's up, guys? My name is Q, host for Apartment 210. And right now, you're tuning in to 210 Radio. And we got a very, very special guest. I know we said, you know, we had a special guest the last two interviews. But right now, it's a very, very special guest. This young man, uh, man, his energy is crazy. When every time he performs, everyone goes wild. Everyone. And I mean, your mama, your sister, the cat, the dog. He got a project coming out this week called Force of Giant. You don't want to miss that. He's been dropping plenty, plenty much fire. And honestly, I don't think nobody can compete with him. And that's just my personal opinion. Uh, this guy's been making moves. When he say innovate way, you better say shouty. Innovate way, you better say shouty. This guy right here is the best of the best. Seriously, best of the best in Milwaukee. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for now. Man, what's up everybody? How you doing? That's right. Welcome to a party to see you back. Man, you already know I'm just honored to be back, man. So tell us, how you, how's your quarantine been? Like, how's the pandemic? You know, how you been adjusting to everything? Oh man, honestly, uh, I've been doing a lot of adjusting. I feel like I, um, I just went through a lot of shit. Um, whether it was a lot of ills I had to take, a lot of uh, personal conflict, uh, a lot of growth. You know what I'm saying? A lot of um, internal and external, you know, things. I, I went through a lot. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I'm in a better space now. I feel like a lot, a lot of shit is more healthy uh, mentally for myself. And, uh, you know, shit, I'm just glad to still be alive and being able to do, it, you know, what I, I love doing for the people. So. Wow, that's, that's real good to hear, brother. And now, uh, now, have you been picked up any new hobbies, like, other than, like, music, like, throughout the quarantine? Uh, shit, I've been gaming hard as fuck. I've been playing Apex gaming every day. I just started playing uh, GTA Heavy, like, a good two months ago. So, you know, I'm on that GTA wave right now. <laughs> and uh, what else? Shit, I just I started back hooping. I just lost oh. a lot of fucking so you know what I'm saying. I'm back out there getting it in type of shit, you know. How you feel about the uh, the NBA with the no crowd and they still going on to the entire thing? How do you feel about that? I feel like it's beautiful because it sucks. I, I'm not gonna lie, it does suck that the fans can't really be there like they want to be. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's beautiful because not only are the basketball players still doing what they can for their fans, but it just goes to show like how much passion a person has even through, again, like a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they still want to go hard to show people that there's nothing in their way that's going to stop them from really being successful and achieving greatness. So uh, I'm a fan for it, bro. Houston Rockets, that's my team, you know what? what? Oh, yeah. man, what? Yeah, nah, come on. You're supposed to be Milwaukee Bucks. Listen, bro, I support the, I support the city. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Giannis. He got the <laughs> You know, I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I just love that underdog within Harden, bro. Like, they beat the world be betting against him every day. And, like, the, the fact that the niggas still go out there and play his game, he still do him regardless of what, like, his team has to face as far as the, you know, you know, adversities and shit and the stuff that they go through and shit. I just feel like you gotta have such a confidence, such a motherfucking, like, assertiveness to really be out there every night fighting for something you love. So, man, I, I appreciate everybody in the league, you know what I'm saying? But, but like I said, I'm used to that, I die, bro. So. You know, I'm gonna have to change that, brother. I'm sorry. Well, let me take that back. At least Houston had some jazz hardening. We feel like that. Okay, that's a little better. Now, uh, what I want to talk about was obviously, you know, I think you are a sensation phenom when it comes to this music. And I seriously mean that. Like, I don't say that to everyone. And I really mean that to for the bottom of my heart. Now, I watched you emerge from a really good artist to someone who can potentially. You can potentially be a star. So right. and, and, and I watched the shift um, 
you know, uh, it, for me, it was the Hunter Project. That okay. that showed everything to me, and you was very versatile. Even with the uh, the song uh, Godspeed, okay, I didn't know you had that in you. Now, now I was gonna. <clears throat> now the reason why I brought that up because I know you just uh, did a tag team feature uh, with your boy, uh, one of the fat nerds called uh, Shadow Clone. That yeah. song, that song right there, that showed that aggression. Now I was gonna say like, what what brought that aggression? Out of now, well, to be honest, uh, shout out to my boy Verge, uh, from Fat Nerd, shout out to the whole gang, really. But what, what brought that out is the fact that, like, me and him, we really have a chemistry, like, beyond the music type shit. Like, that's literally like my boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if anybody, like, could literally, like, understand a lot of shit that I go through on a day to day and understand how I feel about certain shit and really, like, why I respond the way I do, it's literally him because literally my nigga was in my corner, you know, since day one before all this music shit even really, like, transpired to where it is right now. But, uh, yeah, me and him, we were just, uh, we was over here in my crib one day, you know, and it was, like, uh, I want to say, like, fucking March, April, actually, around the time pandemic, it was, you know, going down, like, really heavy and, uh, well, quarantine and, um, we were just at the career. We were telling each other, bro, we've known each other for too, for too long. It's not, it shouldn't be no reason why we don't have a, a collab project together. And <clears throat> so while we flipping through samples and different like sounds and shit, we just so happened to flip through that sound that sounded like Shadow Clone. And we was looking at each other. As soon as we heard it, we looked at each other. We was like, yeah, bro, we, we know what we're going to do with it. So, you know, again, I know that he, he knows that I would trust anything that he do. We've been doing what we wanted to do on songs together for years. So whether it was something that was mixed badly or something that wasn't like, ideally perfectly like there conceptually like we always knew that whatever we was gonna do together we will make it work and we will make it work because we fuck with it so uh yeah shadow clone came together just like that like you know i was flipping through it found the sample we look at each other after that he knew what he wanted to do to it i told him yo let me do this and literally everything came together while we was doing this shit we was writing and shit and it, it was just beautiful bro wow that's that's amazing now i got a, i got a question for you how like is it too because it, it almost feels like it's too easy is it too easy for you to like come up with these hit not songs? Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, they are hit songs, but they're not just they're just not mainstream. That's it. But if you ask anybody in the city of Milwaukee, Kenosha, Racine, those are hit songs that you come out with. So are they like easy? How how fast do you put out music? Or like make Man, music? First off, I'm gonna say this. Nothing is easy right now. I feel like I haven't mastered my craft yet. I feel like I'm almost there. I feel like Almost there as far as like, again, after people hear Force the Giant, people understand, damn, he's definitely grew. He's definitely getting, it. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Not a Crowd in the Sky was dropped last month. Uh, that project, or no, it didn't drop last month, I'm sorry. It dropped uh, uh, in June, June, I believe 27th or 20th, one or two. I keep forgetting because it's been like, you know, a minute. But when we dropped Not a Crowd in the Sky, the plan was, all right, we're going to drop it. Um, again, this would be kind of like my way of like figuring out whatever sounds we go for. Uh, it's literally off of the fact that like we both trusted and shit and kind of just moving away from like working with too many people because again, a lot of people, they kind of, they have the tendencies to kind of tell you what you think you should do mm. or at least try to in insert their ideas into shit that you're not really into majority of the time. Mm. And you know what I mean? It's not like that's a bad thing because again, you got to grow, like you got to try new shit, but. In reality, sometimes you just have to like, like, I don't know. I guess you just have to like, you gotta like trust yourself. Trust yourself, yeah. Trust your judgment. You gotta make your own mistakes. You gotta bump your own head sometimes because you learn from literally making mistakes and growing. 
So we dropped Not a Crowd in the Sky. A lot of that shit was just basically, again, like I said, off of just like the trust factor of us fucking with each other's sound. And then after that, like within this whole pandemic, ever since I last dropped my last project, Trees and Youth, back in November, mm -hmm. um, again, I was just going through, okay, I gotta, I gotta continuously, you know, stay at it. Like you said, you know what I'm saying? We're like coming up with ideas, but don't burn myself out. Um, it, it was a dark, I was at a dark spot, bro. Like it really came to a point where I was always questioning what I was doing and my creativity. And I didn't know if what I was putting out or coming up with was literally what I wanted to do. Mm. And, you know, I picked up producing, you know, since I could produce a little now and shit. And, you know, again, I just wanted this next body of work that I'm about to put out to literally be something that represented me in the best way possible with nobody's other uh, opinions or outlook on my sound type shit. So I think um, it definitely gets difficult, but the more that I'm at it, the longer I stay at it. Again, I'm only 23, so I probably got like, a good three more years until I'm really dropping those actual industry hit records and shit that's really helping me travel and, and you know, tour and shit, you know, around the world and shit. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready for the to come up, bro. I know that right now everything is just at a standstill and we still growing. And you know what? <clears throat> and I'm proud of you, man. I, I just want to say that first uh, because I see the improvement. Like the little time that I've known you, I think the first song uh, – that I heard, I think it was a song right before like Green Island. I think it was a song that you put out before Green Island. I heard of you. And it was like, you shifted so much within that small period of time. I was like, wow, man, this, this is crazy. But uh, my biggest thing now uh, for you is with all these changes and uh, I see you cut your dreads. Now, I was going to say- Don't get no back, don't get no back, but keep going. Now, by you cutting your dreads, is that you saying like, okay, I'm changing. This is my new body of work. This is the new me. Forest of Giant. This is a different now. Is that what you're saying or what? Uh, more so like a reflective piece. Everything I do is reflective. Um, so whatever I'm going through at the time, I try to, in a way, best uh, describe and, you know, I try to best, in the best words, in the best ways possible, describe my experience through the music, right? So whatever I'm putting out, whether it's a song about like hope, whether it's a song about being lit, you know, you know, turning up like Godspeed and shit like that was, whether it was a song like Greed Island about like just being able to feel like you, you super ambitious and things will change for you in a positive way. Um, I try putting out shit like that, that literally just like represents how I'm feeling. Um, this body of work, Force the Giant, which drops this Saturday, August 15th. Um, I was like I said, going through a lot, especially this quarantine shit, it was a lot of different uh, things going down. I was supposed to perform at South by Southwest. That got canceled because of coronavirus. I was supposed to be throwing events in April that was going to help contribute to, like, again, that, that growth that, you know, mm -hmm. that got canceled. Some festivals in the summer that I was getting booked at. That wow. got canceled. Like, like, bro, it was, it was just crazy. Like, it was just really, like, unfortunate. But, you know, I went through a lot of, like I said, just, like, uh, internal fucking conflict mentally with myself of growing as a, as a man, as an artist, you know? And, you know, that's, that's basically just how I try to go about the music and shit. Wow. That's great. So, um, what's the biggest challenge for you right now? Like, or, or what's the biggest challenge for now, the artist and the, and the person? Good, good question. Um, for now the person, uh, my biggest challenge is to literally just understand that I have time. On a record I did on Trees and You for, it was a song called Pressure, the first song of my project. Mm. Um, that song, I was speaking some facts. Like I was really speaking like my reality and shit, like growing up on the north side. 
And I, I said bar on there like, not to make it past 25, fuck you think that I'ma do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I was always growing up listening to music, hearing about other people's like shortcomings, being like dead either at 21 or dead by like 25 or going to jail and being like, take, getting life by 25. And, you know, always feeling like I'm pressured for time every day. Like I'm always like, damn, okay, I don't wanna feel like I regret anything, you know what I'm saying? So as a person, that's just definitely what I wanted to like, uh, I want to kind of just know that I have a lot of growth. I want to continue to remind myself to stay like humble, to stay like uh, positive, to stay uh, as positive influence to many that actually look up to me. Because I'm telling you, bro, like, you know, I, I thank God that I've been reminded over the months, the course of months of this whole quarantine while I was going through so much shit on accident that there's so many people that really look up to me, and really like appreciate what I do and really is inspired by what I do and actually kind of helps them keep going. And, um, you know, sometimes we're going so hard, again, mentally, uh, as a, a human, not even an artist, but, you know, you just kind of forget that mission, you know what I'm saying? But mm. that's what I want to do as a, a human, that's what I want to do as the, the, the person I want to grow. As an artist, I want to grow as well, but I want to be able to know that uh, from here on out, I am in control of my destiny. I am in control of what I want to put out, so I shouldn't be able to question what I'm doing. I shouldn't be, you know, feeling, I mean, we should have those doubts, you know what I'm saying? Because again, mm-hmm. through a storm, yep. you do get heavy, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, as an artist, I just want to be able to show more community. I want to be able to, again, know myself a lot more because when I put out, I really want every song to not be a miss at all. And, you know, I just wanted to eventually get to the point where, you know, my family, my friends, my shorty, like all, all of us are good regardless. Like, no matter where we at in life, like, I want to make sure that this mission really brings all of us together and brings us, you know, tighter mm. and closer for our, our, our end goals and dreams and shit. Wow. <clears throat> and that's very deep. I'm glad you shared that. And, um, Speaking of uh, progression and dreams and stuff like that, I want to talk a little bit about Trees of Youth. Um, now, that project, for me, uh, I saw a different side of now. I saw a more vulnerable side of now. Uh, when we talk about vulnerable, I mean uh, tracks like Miss Daisy. Yeah. Uh, low income. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's like, it's, a, it's like a cry out for change. So talk talk to me a little bit more about that project and what it meant to you uh, as you was, uh, you know, just living life and, you know, recording that. Yeah, okay. So um, first and foremost, I'm going to say, again, not only was it, uh, like you said, a cry out for change and like a more vulnerable state of mind. Uh, first off, I'm going to say, um, I want to give a shout out to a few people. Um, first off, I want to give a shout out to Stephen Robeson. He uh, definitely was there for me when I was going through a lot of shit I was going through at the time, writing the project, putting it together to help uh, ends meet. So I appreciate him so much. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Ant from 414. Uh, he's the CEO of TYF Media. He, um, in a sense, helped orchestrate the the direction of where it went. Like, I feel wow. like, you know, he kind of, in a sense, allowed me to be me, but at the same time, like, he was uh, bringing people to the plate that I needed at the time type shit. Mm-hmm. And kind of just really just helped me transpire, like, where I went with it. Um, wow. so produced by Vert. He was uh, the executive producer on the tape. And um, again, we, we came into it like, all right, we know what we want. These are the, the skill sets and the, the uh, you know, the, um, these are the, the things that we could bring to the table, right? So these are the things that I was able to appreciate. I was able to appreciate the time. I was able to appreciate the, the growth. I was able to appreciate the being able to tell a story on a scale that I felt like I wouldn't have been able to tell if I was probably doing something regular, like a regular mixtape or something. And again, I, 
it's not an album. You know what I'm saying? I don't drop albums. I feel like wow. that's album, scary. Bro, listen. It's that's scary. scary. Oh like, my God. You know what I'm saying? Because imagine when I really lock in, like it's gonna really be an album and shit. But, that's scary. Oh my lord. Okay. So um yeah, I I, I don't drop albums because I feel like the next time I drop an album, the first time I drop an album, it has to be very industry uh connected. Like I feel like when I when it releases, it'll really be pushed by an engine. On top of that, I'll really be able to move, like tour the uh, merchandise, you know what I'm saying, promotion, everything will just be crazy. But um, yeah, like I said, I want to give a shout out to them. I want to give a shout out to uh, my boy Kay. I want to give a shout out to my boy Brett. I want to give a shout out to my boy Jack uh, Wilkins. Again, like I said, we they, they was all the team at the time for Trees and Youth. And again, they all trusted me in my process. And they was really there through me, like through the rest of the process of me going through that shit, writing, recording, all of that shit. So, um, I had a lot of just growing to do, bro. Like I knew that it had to start somewhere. I knew that Nick, niggas like Joey Badass, you know what I'm saying? Earl Swisher, all these artists, even though they was like East Coast, West Coast, and they was in those demographics where everything was a lot more better. They had a lot more um, experience and they, their mind was on point. You know what I'm saying? Trees and Youth, it was just helping me refocus my mind so I can really talk about shit that I needed to in conceptual ways. Mm -hmm. So. Now that I'm putting out music and now I'm approaching it with a conceptualized mindset. And if I'm doing like turn up arrogant shit, which everybody needs every once in a blue moon, I do it just because I know that it's like my sign of release. Like, damn, okay. I went through all of this, this like turmoil, all of this like struggle and shit, you know what I'm saying? All of these hardships. But now on top of putting out these uh, records that people can relate to, let me put out some shit that also uplift people and just make them get ignorant because they went through that shit. Like, guess right. what? We got this, but now we can have fun at the same time because wow. this for everybody so um yeah bro i was just able to grow bro and i was just allowing trees and youth to be like i guess a pedestal to kind of help me get in position to you know just talk more to be able to express more to be able to kind of share more you know now uh and i'm glad you shared that now out of all the projects and mixtapes you drop eps and stuff which body of work do you feel like is is resonate with you the most and you know you had the most fun time and enjoyed the most time record um the project that resonates with me the most honestly is forest of giant which drops this saturday you're going to really understand and fuck with it the project that i had the most fun recording was the first tape that i dropped that i took off of uh fucking social media and streaming sites and shit it was called tomorrow it was titled txw for time multiply well and uh yeah, bro, that was just my shit, bro. Like, I had jams on there. I did. I dropped a video called Go Swim. That shit was getting a lot. Yeah, of yeah. I think that's the first. That's the first. Uh, that's actually the first um video I saw. It was on Breaking the Entering. Yeah. Shout out to Breaking the Entering for being such an engine in the city as well. They push us promote so much, and they just help so many people. Shout out to Allen. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to the whole camp over there, bro. It's like family as well. So, but yeah, you know, tomorrow was basically the best you know, project I feel like I put together that I had fun making because, again, that was way back in 2017. It dropped in 2018, but that was when I knew that I had no, like, stress other than the fact of, damn, if this drops, hopefully people care. Wow. And I went for the first time, re recorded shit professionally, went to uh, Shiraz, what is it, Shiraz Sloan's. I went to his studio. Uh, we laid it out. That was the first time, like I said, I really paid money for, you know, getting an engineer, mixing master professionally, and I took myself serious, so. Wow, that's great. And uh, I know you're tied in with like artists like Webster X and like Ishtar who have been on tour. Like now, have they been giving you some advice on like oh, how to make your moves and talk about that a little bit more, like the people you tied into 
and how have okay. they helped you with your journey? Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so uh, I want to say, first off, I want to give a shout out to both of them cats. First off, Wesley X, that's big bro at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I could talk to him about anything. He's really been in my life, like, really personally, because I want to say, like, again, like, I don't want to speak on it. Like, I ain't got no no family members or nothing like that. But for a period of time, I feel like uh, I didn't always have my big brothers around me and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I had to go through a lot of growing up to be a, a, a man myself or, I guess, a, a guy in society. You know what I'm saying? Really having to understand, you know, what it actually means to really grow up, to really, like, go through a lot of shit, bump your head. You know what I'm saying? Understand that that shit's on temporary shit like that. Uh, Webb always been in my corner. He's always been like, yo, bro, you know what I'm saying? If you need somebody to talk to, we can talk. We'll chop it up. Uh, it's been an honor to be on, like, what, I think, like, maybe two shows with him so far, like, ever. I, I think it was, like, either one or two. But to know that my name has been on the show with that man, it's just, like, it's, it's like he my hero. You know what I mean? Like He actually came to your show. Host, he, came to your, he came to your release show for Hunter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit yeah. like that. Where my hero literally, like, Again, my big bro slash hero literally like supports me. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not, I don't kiss ass. I don't beg for it. I, I, it's just hard work. Hard work definitely like pays off. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, the fact that he supports me and he really is just in my corner at all times, literally putting me on game with a lot of shit and just always keeping me like level headed is like, it's just everything I can always ask for him and, you know, the new age narcissism group, man. Shout out to Cutie Son. Shout out to all them over there. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, like I said, just talking to him, it was just always about developing me mentally and always just being like my, my big bro, my hunk, my hero. You know what I'm saying? That was, that's my boy. Ishtar, that, him and Budadar, man, shout out to them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the host. <laughs> like, shout out to Ishtar, man. Come on the show. I'm real though. I'm right? Um, but no, me and him, every time I see him, it's always love. Like, he told me, like, you know what I'm saying? He heard about me through Buddha. And uh, through Buddha, and I believe he said e I, I think we was talking, we were chopping it up. Uh, it was like a couple days before TDM face. Mm. He was telling me about it, and we were just talking. I was just telling him how much I appreciate him too, because honestly, it's just like a hero to basically every Milwaukee artist who sees what he's done. And I was telling him, bro, like, it's so surreal to kind of really be like, you know, chopping it up with y'all. I know y'all human, but like, like, bro, even my shorty could have even said, like, bro, like, I was literally watching these motherfuckers' videos every day on YouTube, like, going, like, damn, like, one day I'm gonna be on them stages. One day I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet them. Like, I was really grinding out here. I was really like putting in the footwork, getting out the house, going to these events, really making it my duty to like meet people in the scene, whether it was like event coordinators, whether it was like, um, you know, promoters, all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just chopping it up with Ishtar every time we talk is just always love. Like he always shows me love and I always show it back. And again, that's like, that's the homie too. So I know that shit, we probably like our camps, we ain't super close, but I would love to probably one day just chop it up and kick it with the most more shit. Like I know niggas be busy and it's a bitch in life, but you know, we, it, the relationship and all that shit will eventually get tighter, but, you know, them, them the homies. That's real. Yeah, it's dark, man. Bring your butt to the show. And I see that uh, Webster X is now verified on Instagram. Yeah. Hey, man, he making moves. <laughs> all right. Now, um, now, I want to get into more about, because I asked a couple artists this, and I want to hear your take, because I feel like you are the main guy. Like, Although Ishtar, Webster X are doing their thing, but I feel like you are the next face in Milwaukee. Now, mm. as being a person in that position, do you feel like, is it, is it harder to blow up in Milwaukee or is, it, or, is it, is it, or is it easy to stand out? Is it more so easy to stand out versus harder to blow up in Milwaukee? 
I think you got to find your lane. I think you got to understand what your purpose is. And I think you just got to like capitalize on it. Um, I love my city. I wouldn't specifically say, oh yeah, man, you know, I don't think I'm gonna blow up here. Cause again, eventually like, you just gotta, again, you gotta be different from the current, bro. Again, I don't want to get the phone accolades and shit, but bro, I, I, I was the first hip hop artist to perform on a hop. That's history. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. It's shit like that, like where you gotta literally like remind yourself, bro. Like, I was literally just the first to perform at the the new stage stage as well. I was just told by my homie uh, Promise, who used to work uh, at Radio Milwaukee. Radio Milwaukee. Um, yeah. yeah, and um, my homie Dima. You know, we are part of the uh, the new stage slash the stage sessions committee and shit. And like I said, I was going through so much, and they was just really reminding me about a lot of the shit that I'd done, and I was so like tunnel vision, I forgot, but. You know, you just gotta literally, I don't know, bro, when you humble, when you literally doing it because you're hungry and you're really not looking for no notoriety and shit, you literally just gotta stand out. So I feel like, to answer your question, it's not hard to stand out here. If you feel like your music isn't for, for the culture here or for the community here, you know that and you'll move accordingly where you will, whether go out of town, whether you probably switch up a style or maybe you probably realize it's not for you. But um, honestly, I feel like, bro, shit, I love my city. If God wants me to go somewhere else, he will show me the way. But uh, as of right now, bro, if people are really appreciating it and really saying that they feel like I'm like probably potentially like a, a next face of some sort, then that means I can't do nothing less of being ne like the, the, the next face of sort. You know what I'm saying? I gotta literally go hard. I gotta make sure it's my drop. It's professional. I gotta make sure, again, it's pivotal. And I gotta make sure it makes sense to the fans and supporters that actually support me, you know? Wow. And I'm glad you said something about if you pretty much got to find your tribe. Now, my question is, your sound is really, really, it has like a Chicago influence. Now, do you feel like if you just move to Chicago that things will pick up? Because you are a crafted, well, well, well-rounded artist. So do you feel like if you, you know, pack your bags or just take multiple trips to Chicago, uh, and I know you have, but more trips to Chicago and do network events and stuff like that. Would your name be more uh, of a household name? Um, I hear that from a lot of people. Honestly, I do hear it from a lot of people. A lot of a lot of my homies in Chicago. Shout out to Sammy, shout out to Jay, shout out to Nico, shout out to all of them at Truly Yours Chicago. Um, shout out to all of them cats out there. But honestly, I feel like oh yeah, shout out to my homie Tafari D too. I don't want to forget about her, but. I honestly feel like a lot of people tell me that and I've been out there and I love the culture. I feel like every time I get out there, I'm super like my drilling is rushing. It's like, damn, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like that dopamine, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you get out there and your mind is exposed to something super greater than what you've always been like exposed to wow. or been exposed to in a minute. And like, you just want to, you, you inspire to just create, you know what I'm saying? Wow. That's I don't want to say that, but I do, like I said, if God says Chicago is where you need to go, then, you know, but, um, I, again, I'm traveling out there. I'm trying to get more relationships out there, trying to build more. Again, I feel like if I do take anything out there, I could say I can go out there right now and just literally say, fuck it, let me just go ahead and really just revent after this quarantine over and really just try to like, you know, but um, I feel like personally in my eyes, again, if it's, if it's my calling, God will show me. If not, right now, I just know that I need to continue to focus on myself, better myself and make sure my position is definitely sturdy and it doesn't fumble. Because if I fumble the bag, bro, that sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, that's a, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, man, like I was saying, man, I think your sound is like so complete that mm. it really don't matter where you go. But 
I, I feel like we're in a time of age where it kind of does matter. That's like going to, that's like you've been a personal trainer, you know, and you go to a, you work at a gym and mm -hmm. it's only five people there. You ain't going to make no sales, bro. But versus right. if you go to New York, you know, you probably got 2000 people that come to a gym, you know? So it's a numbers game. So do yeah. you feel like, do you feel like, um, that's the same, that's the same, uh, metaphor for like music as far oh, as like marketing yourself definitely i think i just need to have more of a honestly this is what i as an artist i'm gonna just say this right i definitely need more of a team because uh and by more of a team i don't mean like a, a group of artists i'm, I'm in a group of artists like fat nerds so i died it's my game you know what i mean shout out to all my boys but when i say i need more of a team like if even if i don't have a manager you know what i mean i need more of a marketing team i need more of a a uh, street team. I need mm -hmm. more people who's willing to really push that, you know, envelope for me as well, because they understand that we can literally turn you into something and not only will we turn you into something, but we'll be something because we'll benefit off of you turning it to something. Mm -hmm. um, again, my city starting to slowly champion me and I, and that's cool. I, I appreciate it. Not a lot of people understand who I am yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm cool with being, uh, in the words of Isaiah Rashad, probably the best they never heard. You know what I'm saying? But yep. I got I got a lot more work to put in. I know I got a lot more collabs to do. I know I got a lot more better visuals to put out. I know a lot more growth to really like experience. And um, yeah, bro, I, I think that's just what I really need for me to really get to the point I need to get to, which is a, a, a better promotion team. But from what I have been hearing, a lot of people who either met me or didn't, like, bro, I, I'm gonna tell you this, this is just crazy. When I had my dreads, again, I was on flyers down there around the city. Like, I, I went on my own little three-day tour. What was it, last fall? That shit was beautiful. Top of that. <laughs> you know, man, my, my person was everywhere, bro. And it was just like, I would literally do shit, like, probably go to, like, the human resource building shit, probably to, like, go, you know, put some money on a bus card. And the lady would be behind the thing. Like, I'm talking about a lady, like, she, like, 20, going on 30 or something. You look familiar. I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, probably because I came up here and, you know, she's like, no, I'll I let you know where I, I remember you from. Couple days, you know, like a week later, I thought I'd come back and put it up. Oh, I, I now I know where I remember you from. I you on social media, somebody shared a flyer with your face on it. I was like, you know what I'm saying? It's shit like that, where it's like, you know, I meet people like that uh, at some of my old jobs. People found out I did music like that, and I ain't even tell people I did music because I want my first interaction with people to be genuine. I don't want it to be like, yo, I do music, check me out. I want it to be like, oh, you know, we homies, you know what I'm saying? We can kick it, like, let's make jokes, let's, let's just be human. And then when you find out what I do afterwards, it's like, damn, bro, you so down to earth and you didn't even say that shit. Like, it just shows how selfless you are. Like, and you know, that's just who I am. So I let the hard work kind of talk for itself and shit. And I'm glad you said that. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm kind of, I can't wait to see, you know, uh, the reflection between and the differences between the, the dial with dreads and mm. the dial with the fro. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, when you, when the, it's like, uh, it's like the number eight Kobe versus the 24 Kobe. Right, right. But like, uh, it ain't no prime. I ain't even prime yet. No, yeah, no. I know. You know, no, you're not prime yet. You, but it's scary, though, because, like, you're that good, and you, you're so young. You're Man. so young. And the, the, the point I'm getting to is that your energy on stage is unmatched. Like, mm -hmm. when I came to that EP show, that EP release. Man, I appreciate it. I didn't, I didn't, I never, <laughs> I never say nothing like that. So what? How do you, how do you like, man, because when I see you up there, I'm like, man, how, do, how in the world is one person be able to make the whole 
How, how are you able to create that energy and that aura? Just, I'm just a solid ass person. Honestly, I'm gonna keep saying it. Like, I, my trust. You did the faith. same thing at Summerfest too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think, explain that. Explain that, cause that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. And then, look, and that was on a that's side crazy. stage, bro. That was on a fucking side stage. That's Shout out to crazy. People. Shout out to Genesis Benji for throwing that alley hoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, like, I, I walk with I walk with faith every day, bro. Like, I remind myself every day that I'm blessed, and I pray to God all the time, right? Again, I don't want to keep, you know, talking super religious, like I'm just super Christian to the death or something, but because, you know, I'm not perfect. But, you know, again, I'm a Christian and I believe that through hard work, you know what I'm saying, you will start seeing the fruits of your labor. I pray to God every day. Again, I try, I try to remain humble and I try to, like, uplift everybody around me because at the end of the day, I know that just like how I got this position, as long as you stay focused, you can get in the same position as me as well. You know what I mean? And no, the Summerfest experience was crazy because literally that was like something that happened like a month beforehand before I got booked there. Uh, Genesis Benji was having a release show at um, Company Brewing. His homies from B Council, uh, shout out to Tyler, uh, shout out to Ryan, uh, you know, shout out to all of them as well. But they, uh, I guess, was hitting him up about an opportunity. Mind you, Jan, he just did Summerfest the year before. So he like, you know what? He like, I'm a pass, but I think I, I know somebody in the scene who is working really hard that deserves that spot. Wow. And so when he suggested that, I was like, man, that's crazy because I was trying to get to Summerfest all year. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, man, bank, not bank cap, but what that shit was called there, uh, Reverb Nation. I'm like, damn, you know, I'll put in a little suggestion, not the suggestion, I'll put in a little, uh, little application process thing where I submit my music and shit and I would hope I get picked, but. For some reason, it seemed like I would never get picked. And I would think, damn, working hard, this shit kind of makes me feel degrading when I don't get picked. And um, when he reached out to me, he texted me like, yo, bro, you know, you trying to perform at Summerfest, woo woo, yeah, yeah, or some homies gonna hit you up. And I thought that I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, um, you know, just seeing wow. that shit, I feel like everybody just sees, everybody sees like how up and up and up I wanna continue to keep pushing. Like, I don't wanna just be content at a like surface level type of like uh, opportunity. I don't wanna literally just do a show and then just say, oh, yeah, I had the crowd jumping and then be super about <laughs> and being like, yeah, bro, that was all I needed in my life. Now I'm going to go set up a list. No, nah, bro, I was, I'm trying to keep doing that shit. On top of that, people really loving it. Man, listen, I knew that guy was literally by my side and literally had me because when Adult Swim started getting the love it was getting after the video drop, I would literally see people singing it in the crowd. Yeah. Like, it literally Matt, got You had that. Man, you know it's you know it's crazy. Oh my lord! I ne that's why I I never seen anything like. It. I went to you know shows and stuff like that by local. Well, I would consider you an underground artist, not yeah. even local. But I I would go to shows and stuff. It would be dope. But your performance is nothing like. It's unmatched. The reason why is because I don't know how you do it, but you get to the point where you make everyone feel comfortable at the party or uh, at the at the show. <laughs> At all, exactly, exactly. I think that's the pivotal. I think that's what it is, bro. About me, I think other people can try to like, like you inter you interact with it. Like, for instance, like Godspeed came on and that that place lit up. You came off the stage, <laughs> went into the crowd, and was with the crowd singing, and it was man, that was crazy, and the the energy. Like I like what did did you did you learn this stuff from like you like did you study people performances or like how do you own the uh, crowd because that's that's crazy man I I ain't never seen nothing like that you gotta have confidence bro because in reality bro you gotta think about it this is how I look at it right whether everybody in that crowd fucking with you or whether it's like 
two people in the crowd fucking with you. You gotta remember, it's still a show. You it's still, own it. It's still literally your best representation to people who don't know you to see like you're homie for this shit. I know when I first started doing it back in 2017, I was performing at the Cactus Club a lot. Uh, with artists like uh, High Tribe, shout out to Miles, King Miles, shout out to Space, shout out to all them cats that was part of that. Uh, shout out to uh, just a lot of uh, different artists that I, I met during passing. I can't really name them off, off the top of the head, but um, when I was performing back in 2017, I was figuring out my niche. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have the best catchy tones right now, but I know that I have energy. I'm young. I don't want to literally be like 26, 27, being like, damn, I didn't really lay down the groundwork of just being like, fuck it. You know, I got literally, I'm lazy as a bitch. Like, bro, Summerfest was the first time I ever took a shirt off, my shirt off at the show. Like, it's just shit like that where you got like, you got like literally like not be afraid to do shit like that and really just push the like envelope. And um, I don't know, I just try to treat everybody like family anyway. Like again, when we met, bro, it was just yeah. it was just love right from instantly. But I'm not I'm not a negative person. I'm not like into that other shit. But I feel like when you are allowed to express yourself and people are waiting on you to take a chance, again, people want to know what the fuck you, they can remember you by. So, you know, it went from just getting the crowd involved with like jumping on sequence to, you know what, y'all jumping on sequence, but some of y'all kind of not lit. Fuck that. No, we're going to stop the music. I see you right there acting like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking too good. You know, like, have fun. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get out there. I make people feel uncomfortable because the, the moment they feel uncomfortable, they start saying, damn, this is cool to do. You know what I mean? I think we so we this city, I only play every city in, in general because I don't really be at every city parties, but. In Milwaukee, we have a thing of like going to shows, going to little parties and shit, and like we'll watch other people dance, but we won't mm -hmm. dance. We'll we'll be like, damn, that shit looked fun. But then when we go home at the end of the night, guess what people saying, damn, I regret mm -hmm. not going up and doing this. And, and you know what? I noticed something. Uh, I didn't go to the show. I think it was uh, what was it, ninety eight point eight or something, eighty eight point nine or something like that, where you perform live. You got That's every. Another, you got every. Thank you. You got everybody standing. I'm like, oh my lord, man, you killed it. So I was yeah. gonna say, that's my band world. It was beautiful. I was gonna say now, uh, now your confidence has grown and grown and grown. And now recently, I see you with the live band. Yeah. Now, how how did you set that up? Did you set that up, or somebody reached out to you? Um. Well, it was more so like again passing every time we. So my pianist, my pianist Jane, she uh. We played like maybe two, maybe three shows before we actually really established like, all right, we finna look to do something. So, so we did, I think it was back during the show that Joey Dadass performed, right? And um, he was performing or I think he was there and I met her. I was like, okay, you know, you cool. I really enjoy like you playing the keys. You, you sound really great. You know, we met through that. It was cool after that. Then after that, we had another show we did for Mac Miller, the Mac wow. Miller trip. Man, that day it was just like, damn, you know, I, like I said, I, when he passed away, I was crying like a mug, you know what I mean? Like, and this was literally like where I was still just performing with instrumental tracks. I was trying to master the art of like, okay, not performing over my vocals, but having ad-libs and having the hook. So when I do get to flowing and everybody hear me rap, again, only other people that I want to hear, or only other thing I want to hear as far as the lyrics go is the crowd rapping my shit, because I know I'm confident about it. So if I know that, I feel like I might snubble or fuck up or, oh, it's about to get to a part where I know I feel if I can hear everybody else say some shit because they know that they felt that same part, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I mastered it. And um, I was just like, damn, this shit is fire, but I think I want to take it to the next level. I used to be banned back in high school. Wow. But again, after the Mac Miller concert, uh, me and Jane, really, we just really sat down, had a conversation, and it was like, yo, we should really get a band going, right? 
So after I, I met Jane, uh, my homie Sam, he was playing uh, for a couple of shows and shit. Uh, I, I, I keep forgetting how me and Sam really did actually like first meet. Like I know I met him, it was always respect, but Sam, he just has such a really dope ass personality as well. And when I met him, I was like, yo bro, I was like, you jump for anybody? Oh yeah, I think he was jumping for Genesis Randy at some point. And um, oh. we was talking and I was like, yo bro, I was like, I love to have you put like open up for people. I mean, not open up, but like play with me. Like, you know, we can actually try to go get paid some gigs or perform a live and shit. And he was for it. And after that, it was me, Jane, and then we ended up finding our bass player, Jeanette. And ever wow. since we, like, we just been doing it, bro. Like from the Cactus Club show this summer, from just all of that shit, bro. I just been super like, like happy that everybody came together and really allowed this vision to really continue to transpire. So, Wow. And that's good to hear. Cause it, it almost sounds like you, you single-handedly becoming a rock star. That's what it, cause like, it's kind of, it's different from, and the reason why I say that, it's different from you just performing on a mic with a DJ. But when you got a whole band and they all performing your song, mm. that's different. People look at you different. Mm. People look yeah, at you no. different. And that's another thing too. I feel like, you know, again, after a while of doing it, a lot of people who really, um, I want to say are looked at, cause again, it just really take like your, perform your performing aspect and your character. But, you know, it kind of get, again, tires, tiresome looking at the same shit. You know, it'd be like the same amount of artists going up there performing with uh, instrumental tracks all night, right? Cool, that could be cool for a couple of shows. But man, I'm ready to see something different. We've seen you perform with, you know, saying instrumental tracks before. Can we see you perform with a band? Can, you, can we see you do something crazy acoustically or maybe a freestyle or something or a poem? Or, you know, say on wow. stage or something? Now, um, I got to, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that, that's all I was just about to say. Like, that's just basically all that was, you know? Now I got a now I got a real question for you. Now I know you consider yourself in high regards. Now, do you feel like anybody is on your level in, as far as like in the city, or do you feel like the people? I'm just, or do you feel like the music scene needs improvement? People, the artists, they need to step up their game. What's your thoughts on that? Um. Well, first off, Re realistically, 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 let me speak my real shit then. I'm not, realistically, bro, I'm going to just say this. Everybody on their own level. I don't compare nobody to me. So I feel like where I'm at right now, I thank God I'm there. And I'm you can on. now. You can. No, I can't, bro. You can compare yourself. You can compare yourself. And it's just not, that's not me being like cocky or saying shit like, or like, you know, like I'm smelling my shit, but. In reality, bro, it's like I'm Nile because I'm Nile. You know what I mean? Like, nah, you have to you have to work to get there. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, mean. I changed my name. You know what I mean? Like, I changed my name. I mean, I feel like a lot of local acts can definitely step their game up. Of course, that's like you know still local and, and like really just doing like the same shit they've been doing. Of course, that's just what I had to realize. But again, bro, do you feel like, like it's evolved? Has has the music scene evolved the oh, last yeah, couple yeah. Of years? Yeah, I, I, listen, bro, I've been at a couple of shows, bro. I, I just seen a couple of artists do their thing. First off, uh, I seen artists like Eli Stones do crazy shit, like get on the goddamn ladder. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, yeah. like, to know that a crowd literally is ready to He almost fell one time. He can't be doing that. Look, he, he can't, but look, he doing it for the love and for the people, bro. Like, you know that. They ain't going to pay his hospital bill. <laughs> you right. Listen, listen, you right. But check this out. That shit, again, it goes back to what It's I'm fun. Saying. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a. A memory that artists or the fans and the supporters kind of see that that grow with them. It's like, damn, mm. this nigga literally, bro. I was having a bad day. I came to the show. He got on the ladder and showed me he was gonna turn the fuck up for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's shit like that. That you, you know, you show that you go above and beyond. And 
you know, all I'm saying is, bro, like, you just got to find your niche, bro. Like, whether Perfect. it's being a lead at the show, again, being poetic, you know, performing with a live band, you just got to find your niche. Yes, sir. And that's, I'm glad you said that, uh, you know, and you spoke on Eli Stone. We're going to have him on the show this week. Uh, and speaking of other artists, we're going to play a quick game real quick. And uh, this game right here is called Cash App Casino. Yeah, so Cash App Casino gives you a chance to win 50 bucks. Exactly. Right. Cash App. So what it is is you want to play five songs from Milwaukee artists. And you have to guess either the song or the name of the artist. And you get five sec, ten to five seconds to uh, to name it. Each song is worth ten bucks. All hey, right. Before you start, I want to say, man, I probably song <laughs> or name I might not realize, bro. So let's get this cracking. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This how things go. so salty when you say the name bro like i feel like that sounds so familiar too like the beating everything like bro that was, I, uh, I, who was that bro that was uh this guy named too high oh that's my boy too high oh i knew it oh what the fuck <laughs> oh shit that was off his Damn. newest project uh two birds two birds oh, two birds oh my goodness my bad too high bro god damn that that track was called How Things Go. Man, shout out to Tua. I really fuck with that nigga too, man. That, that shit, he should be going crazy. No cap. All right, so this guy right here, he's in Kenosha scene, but he's all inside the Milwaukee scene. He's been on the show a few times. Uh, this guy is an emerging artist uh, and potentially star power. Okay. Uh, but I guess you'll always come in. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Heard this shit. This not Rose, is it? It's not. Well, who the fuck is that? Hold on, wait, give me close. A You're close. But it's he, he in that group though. He the light skinned dude with the hit the little fro, right? Okay, okay. What's the name? Dog, what the fuck is bro? <clears throat> I give you the first two. It's I love you. Rose, right? It's not Rose. <laughs> what? It's not. You got a partially right. That's five bucks right there. Partially right. I love it's you truly from Death Rose. Oh, it's Death Rose. Bro, Death I, still Rose. Get like I give it to you. All right. You I'll get the tip. You get I'll the tip. <laughs> if you miss this one, I it might be some issues uh, <laughs> that's going on. This guy is always in the music sting, music scene. Uh anywhere you think of Milwaukee music, this guy is there. And uh, we're gonna play one of the songs right now. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. If you play them and my confirmation was right, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, that was space right there with Superstar. All right. My man now just got himself 20 bucks. Now we got a couple more. 
We drunk driving, have some swerve to it. We just trying to live. Yeah, we. Yeah, my man now then took home the prize. What? And you say he from Chicago? He now in the scene? What? What? Right, what we got now? What we got? What the fuck, bro? Cause that name, bro. That that not the name, but the fucking flow sound familiar. Like, bro, was just eating. Damn, I feel like I met the nigga during passing too. I I think I'm a throwing in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that, bro? That was Sushi Zafari. Oh, I don't think I met him. Sushi Zafari. That was his song, Dim the Light. Shout out, bro. Shout he out just uh, dropped the video, too. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I got to check it out. Yeah, so my man Mal just won himself 40 bucks. That was Cash App Casino. After this, we will be grabbing your Cash App link. You go ahead and send you the money so you get paid. To all them artists as well, man. The motherfuckers aspire. Stay at it. Stay focused. Stay dedicated, bro. The scene need y'all, for real. Another question, because I feel like we already taught a lot of music, but this one is more like evolution. Now, what does a what does a, a 2.0, what does a 2.0 now look like? Uh, 2.0 now looks more dedicated, more assertive, uh, more for sure about the things that I'm putting together as far as the, the moves I'm making, the, the craft, the connections and stuff that I established. I think 2.0 now will be like, what everybody sees when they're like, oh, yeah, he got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that understanding of, oh, yeah, that artist is definitely really on the way this time. Like, we seen what he did in his first, like, phase, like, his, like, first couple of years. Now the second couple of years is basically, like, me establishing, like, I'm here and I'm here for a reason. Nice. And what can we expect from Forest of Giants that's dropping uh, this week, August 15th? Uh, August 15th, what y'all can expect from Forest of Giant is – a reflection of my environment. You can expect more of a understanding of the music that I'm into, what I want to put out, uh, the actual knowledge, Nile sound. So, you know, when you hear Nile, X Nile, you'll be like, damn, that makes sense. I can really close my eyes, put that, that song together and be like, oh, that's him. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a beat, whether it's an idea, whether it's collaborations, you're like, oh, now it really sounds good. So, um, yeah, man, for Fourth of Giant, man, it's going to be really nice. Uh, shout out to the people that's involved with that project as well. That's going to be huge. Force the Giants going to be out on the 15th. Nice. Now, uh, what collabs can we expect? I know, I know you got your boy Mine. Is he going to be on there or what? Uh, no. Well, okay, so I spoke to him about trying to be on there at first. But like I said, I went, this project, Force the Giant literally went through like maybe four or five different phases, bro. Like, wow. It was supposed to be 11 tracks. Then it jumped to eight tracks. 
And then it went from eight tracks to five. No, it went from eight tracks to seven. And I was at it for sure seven for like two months. And then it eventually just made it to just an uh, EP, which is five songs. But um, no, mine won't be on it. Uh, he was on it at some point, though. Uh, Jane Joyce is a part of it. She's going to be on a really dope record. Um, production from Neely. Uh, it's going to be production from my homie Jesse Carl and Moozy. Mm -hmm. uh, I produced two of the records on the project. And oh, speaking about mine, he is actually on it, but not as a feature. He actually produced a record on the project. So it's going to be pretty dope. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm pre I'm, I can't wait now. I'm excited. Uh, thank you for coming on the show and let everyone know where they can follow you uh, on social media and where can we expect this drop to be at? Man. All right. So first off, Instagram, you can follow me at NileXNile. Um, on Twitter, you can follow me at NileXNileX. So don't forget that last X at the end because, you know, they was acting like a bitch. <laughs> and then NileXNile, I think it's because my old Twitter, I've had been a great that shit, so I didn't have it like that. But uh, you can follow me on those two platforms that on YouTube is uh, NileXNile as well. And on all streaming platforms, it's going to be NileXNile all together. The ends are but um, Force the Giant is going to be first previews on uh, SoundCloud for a certain amount of time. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let that kind of do it. And then after uh, I get like the final matches for a certain record that I'm waiting on, it'll be on streaming platforms probably by the end of the weekend. Mm. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you now. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to Tier Radio. I'm your host Q, my man now. Till next time.